Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spencer wants to know. Spencer wants to know the show. Spencer wants to know is brought to you by our desire to make lots of money. <laughs> Yay! Money, 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 money. <laughs> That's right. Today we're talking cryptocurrency. Oh, boy. Something I don't know much about, something you don't know much about, and something our guest has told us he doesn't know much about. So together, we're going to see if we can know much about cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk to our guest a bit about his school experience, and then at the end, Spencer's going to battle him in a head-to-head cryptocurrency quiz. And the craziest part is he's actually here, but we're just about to introduce him, and we've never done it this way, and I feel <laughs> extra nervous. <laughs> All right, well, I'll... I'll get right to the guest intro. Yay! Our guest today, if comedy were baseball, he'd be the designated hitter. I'd go so far as to say comedy is in his DNA. That's right, he's the double helix. And he reminds me of a 1994 Canadian classic film starring Sandra Oh because he causes me double happiness. You've seen him on the Second City main stage in Working Moms and soon in the upcoming Netflix series Transformers Bot Bots. That's right, he goes by DH. It's Devin Highland. <laughs> Devin Highland is here. Whoa! What was that? What was that that said Highland there? Uh, that is the announcer from Street Fighter Two. Highland. Saying Thailand. Oh. Yeah. Highland. <laughs> it really does sound like Highland. Yeah. <laughs> um, I well, so if I was the DH, that means I wouldn't be very good defensively in comedy. You know what um, I mean? I don't know what the DH is actually. Would that be you're bad at accepting offers? Yeah, probably, probably Would you bad. Say that's true. Um, no. <laughs> no, I don't think so at all. I don't. I know. just did it because because the this, the uh, initials matched up. But it, what does DH mean in sports? Uh, in baseball, there's one player who usually is just good at offense, so he just bats in the lineup but doesn't have to field a position. So doesn't have to field. Okay, cool. All no, right. Devin's a very well-rounded comedic <laughs> Yeah, I want to make sure everyone knows that before we start. That I'm Devin's not... like the Shohei Otani of comedy, actually. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, MVP. Yeah. Uh, pitches and bats. Okay. I just All these references are going over my head, but I'm like, I know who Devin is. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm really happy to be here, and I've listened to a number of episodes of your podcast, and I always really enjoy it. So I'm I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you, Devin. That's so nice. That is really sweet. Thank and, you. And Devin is one of the funniest people around. It's true. It really is true. It's like, you know, when you say it, maybe it doesn't sound as true, but I swear it's true. And uh, Devin actually did my first... Uh, improv jam show again, which I was kind of nervous about for. I was actually really nervous. I was a mess. Your first show after the pandemic. Yeah. Or, well, during the pandemic, and, I guess. And, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's I, I felt like I'm asking a lot from the guests because they're going to be performing with improvisers who haven't performed in a while. But, Devin, you're so good at just being funny but also supporting them. Uh, Thank yeah. you. That's really nice. Thanks so much. I, I You know, I really enjoy those shows. And 
when I perform improv with people that I look up looked up to when I first started, I'm much worse. I I don't rise to the occasion. <laughs> I find I I get really nervous and uh, I don't do a great job. So it's always good. <laughs> Actually, when I, that makes me feel good to know. Like it's good to know that it, like everyone can still get nervous. Do you have a memory of someone of doing improv with someone you really looked up to and it went poorly? Yeah, I do. It was I don't know maybe ten years ago or something, and I did a scene with Lauren Ash at this sort of bizarre show in Parkdale. And I remember I wore my sunglasses for the whole scene. And I remember that we were doing, we were making, we were using a barbecue. And I just remember being so bad in the scene and feeling bad for her that she was doing the scene with me. Um, But anyway, you know, she's doing really well right now. She's on Superstore. She got over whatever happened that night. The sunglasses add so much to the story to me because I feel like it's just like it was so it, it just added to the commitment of like I can't take these off like this is I, this is what's happening. I, yeah, like that kid in in Big Daddy. I don't know if you've seen Big Daddy, but there's a boy that can't take them off. He, he thinks he's invisible when he wears them. It's really the Adam Sandler movie. Oh yeah, the Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Actually, Devin was my teacher in the Second City Conservatory program. And one class, I remember, I wore sunglasses the whole time. And I think it weirded you out. <laughs> did it? Why did you wear them? <laughs> uh, I think I hadn't. We had gotten back from a trip, and I sort of had to go straight to work. And I hadn't slept all night. And I felt felt a little crazy and nervous. Mm. And the glasses sort of soothed me a bit. Do you wear them day to day? Like, do you walk around with them? I never wear sunglasses. I never do, but Spencer actually got me a, a prescription pair, and they do really make me feel like a different person. Yeah, he becomes, he, like, like if we're going out to restaurants, it's like, uh, he, he's going to order. He's going to, like. <laughs> I guess eye contact can be intimidating yeah. when the sunglasses let you yeah. hide. Yeah. But we're, we're, we're here to find out about your school life, too. Okay. And I know Eli, Eli's got some questions for you, and I'll, I'll, like, I'll team on to things if there's something that inspires me well I love talking about myself so I am pumped yay (laughs) so what was school like for you what was your school experience school was good it started off uh, I did really well in elementary school when I was really young Um, and the way I tell it to myself because you know we we all tell stories of our lives and stuff is is I did really well in school but I got nothing for it like in grade three and four and five and stuff you could you could get perfect on the test But that doesn't make any difference, like, in terms of recess, in terms of toys, in terms of anything. So I learned that trying really hard got you nothing. And um, then stopped trying so hard uh, at school assignments and tests and that sort of stuff. But I did okay, and it was never that difficult. And I, you know, graduated elementary and high school. But I really, really enjoyed extracurricular stuff at school. I was involved in everything, basically everything, except I... Tried to get on the baseball team, and I tried to get on the golf team, and I wasn't good enough. But uh, the, the drama and and social stuff was good, and I was the prime minister of my school. What? With, you had a prime minister? I was with a, with another girl um, named Mallory, and uh, she's a lawyer now. She's doing really – she might even be prime minister of the country one day. She's really impressive. I know um, we're in Canada, but I've never heard of a school having a prime minister. I always thought it was still president here. No, we were, yeah, whatever for whatever reason, we it was called prime minister. So even, so this grade three, grade four memory really sticks out to you as like a time where it was like, I'm not getting rewarded, right? Yeah. And you fell off from trying a bit, but then, but your, were your marks okay? Like you were still able to 
get through, right? Yes. Yeah. And my sister is very smart, and she was on um, The Gifted you know the gifted program she was in that yeah. and then they took me and they they tested me for the gifted program and they're like no not not good enough but um, <laughs> my sister was and so because she was so smart and did so well in school i never thought that i would be the smartest one so i didn't uh, try super hard but not to seem cocky or cool it was never that um, difficult for me to to get by in school that's cool. Did, did I your like parents that. push yeah. you to try harder or no. just happy? No, my parents were very supportive of whatever I wanted to do. And when I eventually dropped out of university to do comedy, they were very <gasps> supportive that. of that too. Yeah. Where'd you drop out of? York. And was that just because your sort of comedy career was really starting to go well or No, no, but it was <laughs> I would I lived up at Steeles and uh, Bayview area and every day I would take the bus uh, and then the subway down to Second City and I'd watch the free improv set and then I'd take the subway and the bus home and the whole trip was like I don't know an hour and a half or whatever however long that takes just to watch like 25 minutes of improv and then I realized that um, I'd just rather pursue comedy downtown so I dropped out of school and I started working full-time at McDonald's and I lived on Sherborne Street (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the so Sherburne Street McDonald's? The church, church in Queen. There's one. Um, do you know that one? You worked at that McDonald's? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's a, kind of a tough part of town. Yeah, there was crack pipes. I saw, that's how I learned what a crack pipe looks like and all that. Yeah. Was it scary there? No, no, it wasn't scary. Usually, it was, no, I don't think it was scary. It was just, you know. Sorry to backtrack, but what did you uh, study at York? Film. I studied film, film? production. Oh, oh, okay. And did you leave in first year or later than that? Uh, second year. I left during my second year. Yeah. And your parents really had no issue with this? No. They were very supportive. Very, very supportive. Um, yeah. My, da- my my stepdad was a country music singer. And he was? What? Yeah. This is, like, so many interesting facts we're finding out right now. It's, like, even it's too hard. Many to it, process. It's, like, it's, like, even hard to respond because, like, I'm just constantly like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was a, I mean, he was a country music singer, and uh, so obviously they were very much like, you know, chase your dreams and, and all that. Okay. And then my dad uh, was a firefighter, and he, I think he wa- he told me he wanted to be an actor and a comedian when he was young, so he was very supportive that, that I did it. Your dads have, like, the dream jobs of young children. Like, country music singer? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, I wish my dad. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, was, yeah. Firefighter is a good. It's nice to have your dad as a firefighter because, um, you know, I feel pretty proud of him, and uh, and all that. Sometimes, you know, he wasn't there on Christmas because he had to work. But honestly, it was it's pretty good, uh, pretty good job because back when he got in, you didn't have to have any schooling. I don't think. But now it's tough to become a firefighter. I think you got to like go to school for it and pass a bunch of stuff. Oh, okay. Did you feel <laughs> less less scared of fire knowing that your dad was around? Um, I guess, yeah, yeah. I never, I don't, I never remembered worrying that much about fire, so that was probably why. Do you have any McDonald's secrets? Oh, <laughs> like what? you know the the frosty machine. What's that all about? Why is it always broken? <laughs> oh well, this doesn't have to do with working at McDonald's, but there is a website where you can see if any um, ice cream machine works at any McDonald's. It might only work in the states. It might not be in Canada, but. You go to this website, and then it will tell you because it will try to do an order for it. And then if it doesn't have it, it will tell you, no, the ice cream's down at this McDonald's because they go down so much. 
And you're also a big fan of Mr. Sub, right? Oh, now we're speaking my language. Yeah, I <laughs> love Mr. Sub, yeah. How did that start? Um, I don't know. I just remember, um, well, I do remember the first time I had Mr. Sub was when my dad <laughs> took me to, I think it was the ACC or whatever it was called, where the Raptors played, and um, I had a Mr. Sub. And I, yeah, and I think that, that was the first time I had it. And the sub sauce was so good. You know how much I love the sub sauce. And um, Subway doesn't compare, in my mind. I have never had a Mr. Sub. Well, I like a very... You've had a Belly Busters, which is... Oh, Belly Busters, yeah. yeah. I haven't had Belly Busters. You have Belly Busters. I bought you a Belly Busters, didn't I? They opened one near us. No. You've been eating Belly Busters. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll try it. I'll try it. Devin, can I ask you, like, emotionally, is there anything that sticks out for you in your schooling? Like... It can be from childhood or being a teen. Was there any any emotional points for you? Like, whether it's, like, a first crush or some sorts of anxiety or I guess, like, hearing... No, but hearing that you participated in so many things makes me feel like you would have been pretty comfortable with yourself and with others. So... Were you popular? Were you popular? <laughs> I don't think I was that popular. Most everybody in the school knew who I was because I did the announcements in the morning in elementary school. (laughs) And then I did them in high school as well because I was the prime minister for that year. And I did all the school plays so everybody kind of knew who I was and I was friends with all the different groups in the school. But um, I don't think everyone was like, we got to have Devin at our party. (laughs) They just knew Uh, who I was at the school. Well, were you not, I guess, the class clown type then? No, I wasn't. I no, I didn't really disturb uh, the class very much. I saved it for the the stage and the theater. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, emotional things like you mean negative, like like bad things that happened. Yeah, that's what we want. Yeah, I you want the sad stuff. I guess a little bit, uh, or or it could be a happy. I'm just kind of. I, I guess like for me, like so, like for me, I was such an. Um, a mess of a child and teen so sorry to hear that. and it felt so emotional all the time every step of the way we want to hear the struggles so so but it's okay if you didn't have any it's okay like i i was saying to eli like i think deep down like i just really still long to be in a group of people like i always wanted to be in a group and fit in and be liked and like not be too much and i had one i had one night in the summer, like, I guess two years ago, where I bumped into someone from middle school, right? And uh, they were like, you want to hang out in the park? And usually I'd say no, but I said yes. And I ended up hanging out with all these people that were the same age as me, and I felt so cool. I remember we were taking up space on the sidewalk, which I thought was so rude, (laughs) but I was here for it. Um, And, uh, but they never really messaged me back to hang out again. (laughs) That was, and it's okay. That was two years ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was one night, and I ended up buying so many things. Like I was like, we can sit at the park all night long, and like have. <laughs> Do you think you were you too proudly, eager? <laughs> yeah. Well, you proudly came home, and you were so excited yeah. to declare that you had friends. I was and... like, I've got a friend group. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and then you never saw them again. Did no. you have you messaged them? Have you said to them like, hey, let's hang out again? Well, there's one per one or two people I've tried to, but it, and I, I did message and I was like, you know, you can always like let me know when a thing happens again, and they basically were like, it's very natural, it just happens when it happens, but I never, 
like got the uh, invite. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I but, do. So I have for, a story con- okay. about friends. Um, All right, I want to hear it. It's not. The, it's not a very interesting story. Um, I, I definitely have fights with people, and I had girlfriends in high school, and like lots of drama there. But um, the hey. best friend I had a I had a best friend, like my very very best friend through elementary school and it was like well known that we were best friends and we hung out all the time and then see this is where the story gets boring but kind of sad <laughs> we just dri- we just drifted apart and I remember oh. in <laughs> I know right and then it, I remember like in grade six or something they were like your friends now probably aren't going to be your friends in high school and I remember looking over and being like yeah you will be friends in high school but then we drifted apart because he wanted to do like he wanted to drink and I, I didn't drink and he uh, hung out with I w- people. I was like that too. Yeah. But I ended up dating boys that would at in high school and I would be like, That's so bad, don't do that. Yes, you will die. I was like that too. You will die. Oh, yeah. And like I yeah, so hey, we connect on that. Were you straight edge or was it yeah, because I, of Yeah, I mean well what is straight edge is like you don't drink, you don't smoke and is there kind of like, a sexual as part component? of your identity like I don't know if they have sex or not. <laughs> um, I, I remember like kids like at punk concerts and they draw X's on their hands. Yes. That meant they were straight edge. Yeah. What? Yeah, I didn't know that. I've gone to one punk concert and I thought it was so interesting because everyone was like jumping around and I swear someone farted and I was just <laughs> like, wow, you guys are really jumping in someone's fart right now. <laughs> <laughs> what were your reasons for not drinking? In high school, I was scared of throwing up. I uh, and I knew really? that if I started drinking, that I probably wouldn't be able to stop, and that did happen. Oh. So hey, Eli can. Relate. It happened. When when did that happen? Yeah. That happened when I started drinking, uh, <laughs> up until seventeen days ago. Uh, so for the like, I started drinking when I was like nine. I think because when I worked at the Diesel Playhouse, you got a free drink at the end of your shift, but I didn't drink. And then I was like, well, I might as well get this free drink. And everyone that I admired and hung out with drink drank. So I started drinking. But um, it's very much a problem for me. Once I start drinking, I can't stop that day. You know, me too. Yeah. It's yeah. like I have one beer and then I'm like, the problem is <laughs> as soon as you start drinking, as soon as you have your first beer, Things are only going to get worse when you stop drinking. So you have another beer and you you keep feeling good. But then if you stop drinking, you're going to start to go down. So you have another beer. And then if you stop, you're going to go down. And then, you know, a bunch of beers later, you have to deal with it the next day. And then the way to get over that is just to keep drinking the next day. So exactly. it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. But so 17 days ago, are you doing a dry month or you're trying to quit for a long time? Or? Yeah, trying to quit for a long time trying to quit for a long time weed too smoke weed uh almost pretty much every day multiple times a day so i've stopped doing that too how's how's your head at uh it was raw i mean you get this thing they call like brain fog where um you you just get confused and and that sort of stuff and i've been going through that but actually the past couple days have been really good so yeah it feels good yeah i was trying to do a month on a month off and like the month off would feel great and I'd get stuff done and then the month on of drinking I'd sort of kind of lose all that progress so right now I'm trying to do at least three four months to start the year wow well how long when you stopped do you start feeling good um like like really good like I get like a burst of like 
euphoria like maybe four days in there's and then that they call it goes away yeah for me four days or at least this time four days was like awful um but they have a thing called the pink cloud have you heard this pink cloud no i want to hear i haven't heard this no it's like a prolonged sense of euphoria after you stop um that usually comes i think like two weeks or something um yeah, it's just, I guess, your brain regulating itself or something. You just start feeling really good. I don't know. I'm no expert on it, but that's the... Yeah. That's the does it, yeah. for you, is there any, like, are, I think you're pretty social. Are, does it help you socially, too? Like, because I know for, like, not to talk too much about Eli, like, he's here, but I know it, <laughs> you, you mentioned, too, like, the social element makes it a lot easier for you to be around and meeting people. You, but it's not just like it, you don't just have to do it socially. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do it. I do it socially and non-socially, and because uh, I really like have a good time by myself when I'm drinking. Like I'll just dance in front of the mirror or I'll clean. Like that's oh another gosh. thing. Like cleaning and weed, like weed and alcohol for cleaning is great. And also I feel really positive. Like a lot of people smoke weed and they get like in the couch or whatever, but I am, it's almost like I did Coke or speed. Like I just feel like, uh, like my heart's racing and I feel great. Um, but socially, if I have a few drinks, usually I'm afraid to talk to people because I feel like I'm not representing my best self. And I feel like they're going to oh. judge me and think like I'm, you know, an idiot. But then if I have enough drinks, or if I'm around people that I are, I'm already friendly with, then it is a, a little bit of a social lubricant. But I found that as I get older, I tend to say more things that I regret when I drink. Well, I started drinking alone a lot, and I thought it was kind of a life hack. Yeah. Because if I drink alone, I have fun, and I wake up the next day, and I haven't said anything I regret to anybody <laughs> or done anything I regret. Yeah, but then that, just being a padded room sort of, would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like literally like lock my phone away so I can't text anyone. Or... Yeah, it, and it's, you know, if like if it didn't do bad things to your body, I would I think it's like a, a miracle drug. But it does, you know, it's just bad for your body. It sucks because I just yeah, usually usually just feel pretty good and you know do more work and all that but as a teenager you you said you were scared of drinking was that in part because like some people in your family had issues with it as well or um my i know that my grandfather drank himself to death after my grandma decided not to eat anymore this is a weird story but she she had a thing called Guillain-Barre syndrome, which basically paralyzes you. So she was in the hospital and she was paralyzed. And uh, after like a long time of that, she was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. So she stopped eating and then died. And then he was so sad. So he just drank and killed himself that way. But, uh, you know, I don't want to talk. Uh, yeah. Some people in my family have trouble drinking, yeah. but I probably don't want to talk about that too much yeah we can edit whatever yeah, yeah my mom i'll say it because my mom had a pretty bad drinking problem for a while and i always said like i'll never do that i'll never do that and then you know socially i had my first drink at 16 or 17 and it felt so amazing and i was yeah. like i understand my mom does this now <laughs> yeah it, it's i know it feels great and it's weird because i'm i'm with brennan and uh she's got no She's no okay. predisposition to that. Like she never wants to drink at home. Uh, only when we're out, like at a special occasion or with people that we know, and then even then she won't have that much unless it's like New Year's. 
and um, she can go months without even yeah. thinking about it. You have like a safe person to not be really triggered around, I guess, with this stuff. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. And I was with somebody before and I expressed to them many times that I wanted to stop drinking and they were like, drinking is not the problem. <laughs> and they, oh basically, God. they were like, "Don't, yeah." So, <laughs> you have many, yeah. No, she wasn't saying that I had a litany of other problems, but she was basically saying, like, uh, you know, that's whatever. Don't do that. Or her also, her thing was like, "Don't stop cold turkey. Just have like a couple." But that's so hard for a certain. Was people. she a drinker too, and didn't want to examine her own drinking? Or? I think so. I, yeah. I yeah, I think so. Uh, so when you tried out for the baseball and golf teams (laughs) yeah how did that did that was it just you were cut immediately or well with the golf one was easy enough because the one the people with the lowest scores got in and then the softball one i believe you know i believe i'm a really good softball player i've played softball my whole adult life i'm usually the coach on the team usually the best one Uh on the team really but that's you know a bunch of people that don't really know how to play softball that well so it's not difficult to be the best of them but uh i also wasn't involved i didn't take gym if i didn't have to so i wasn't buddy buddy with the coaches or anything like that um so maybe that's why they didn't pick me but yeah i was sort of it's sad all, it's and, all politics I, exactly well i always he's say, the prime minister I used <laughs> he's to, the prime minister <laughs> i used to say like comedy is like baseball because if or mm. sorry, comedy is not like baseball, is what I used oh. to say. Absolutely, because in baseball, if you hit really well, that's your batting average. And then someone says, like, "How good are you?" And they go, "Well, that's his number." And then they bring you up to the majors. But in comedy, it's just so subjective. Like someone can say that person's funny or that person's not funny, or they wouldn't work in this cast or whatever. There's no way to like objectively prove that you're good at comedy. Whereas in baseball, you can objectively prove that you're good. And but I don't know how much sports nuts you guys are, but I remember uh, Barry Bonds. You know when when he got out of baseball, he was one of the few baseball players that was still good, and no team would sign him because they didn't because want. of this the steroids. Yeah, the allegations. Or? Yeah, yeah. So that was like one of the rare times. Oh, and also I'm Kurt Flood. Kurt Flood is another player. Um, do you know these names, Eli? Uh, I know Barry Bonds for sure, and Kurt Flood that's, rings a bell. He's from, I think he's from the 60s. He was fighting for the teams to not own you anymore. And oh, the he was black, battle. and they didn't like him. And they said, you're not welcome in baseball anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, a lot of the work that he did um, helped the players have free agency and all that. Oh, wow. I will look into him. Speaking of performance-enhancing drugs, uh-huh. uh, would you use alcohol to help you... <laughs> You're bringing per- it back? Just one last time, to perform <laughs> comedy? like. Uh... Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, Yeah. <laughs> but to only to a point, because I never would want the audience ever to think that I was drunk. Mm-hmm. But I... Uh, it also helps anxiety too. If I ha- if I have a couple drinks, I'm really scared of flying. Like I have panic attacks when I'm on planes. But if I if I drink, then that goes away. So, but it's like a double edged sword, right? Because if you drink a lot, then the next day, I don't know if you guys ever experienced this, but the next day I have I'm like on a hair trigger and I'll cry at stuff and I'll much more anxiety. Absolutely. Well, I don't know if we should say what you said to Spencer. What? That you were. Well, I guess listening to an episode and we're a bit hungover. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was listening to an episode of your podcast, and I was hungover, and I, I cried. I bet I would have cried anyway, though. I cry at uh, everything. Uh, but, um, yeah. Are you still scared of barfing? No, no, not too scared. I love it now, actually, to be honest. I'm not even being, I'm not even being funny. Because I know after I barf, I'm going to feel good. How often do you barf? Well, that's it, that's contributed to the to why I stopped drinking because I found that when I drank, I I barfed more often. I could mm-hmm. my stomach couldn't handle because yeah. you know you yeah. need more and more alcohol to feel good. So yeah. then I would be drinking so much that like because I know I know I'm pinging from thing to thing, but it, it like it wrecks your um, your gut flora, you know? Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like think the barf, or are we talking about the alcohol? The alcohol, or both. The alcohol, oh. but I bet barf too. <laughs> if you barf, well, are you saying like that barf, comes out? Yeah. Yeah, like I think it burns. It could burn the, at least the back of your teeth or something. Oh yeah. It's not good to barf too much. That's um, right. Yeah, for people. I who barf. Are I, I barf because of emotions. And oh, I've wow. always been that way, like as a kid, like I, like you know, when you think of a kid that's like crying a lot, and then they like throw up. You're the that's kid me. that barfed a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. You cry so much. Yeah. That you throw. What? What about yeah. like? And it still happens. Like, and it's sometimes it's like if I cry too much, like if I go too far, it's like it's gonna end in a throw up. So, wow. and I don't like throwing up because it makes me cry more. But I do relate to it's the finale, it's the finish for me. Like if I get to that point, once I've thrown up, it's like we're done. We can't go any further. We can't freak out anymore. Mm-hmm. That's that's good. At least you know it yeah. puts an end to it. But what about it, nerves yeah. for like uh, a show or something? Did, have you ever thrown up because you were so nervous? I I have, but it it was back in the day more when I w- I did musical theater and I'd always like get the funny parts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would um yeah like like the week leading up, I would actually poo so oh, much yeah. and yeah. throw <laughs> up so much that I swear I would lose like. I would be two sizes smaller by the time I was on stage. Wait, pooing is a common thing for for me. Sometimes, yeah. Stress oh, day and of? Poo and you barf. never have a day of like diarrhea? Uh, uh, well, like no, I would have it like the week leading up. Oh, every but day. I every day, yeah. I didn't have a week. I maybe if I was a little stressed, but yeah, I think it's because like your body clenches and you don't digest <laughs> food as well. And also, when you're really stressed, I think your body diverts the blood from your stomach, so you don't digest stuff as well. <laughs> You're going to scare Spencer if you keep talking about oh, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. How did uh, So how did you get into drama in high school? I was into it as a kid. I always wanted to be a comedian. I wanted to be an uh-huh. actor, a funny actor guy. Because you know what it was? It was like, the, do you remember the end credits of Liar Liar when you got to see? With the bloopers? Yeah. 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 <laughs> And I, that always seemed like so much fun. So I think it was that and, and then Robin Williams stuff that I just always wanted to do it. And then when other people got interested in it, too, when other people were trying to be funny, too, I was like, no, that's my thing. You can't do it uh, <laughs> internally. I didn't say that out loud. But, um, <laughs> but you know, it's funny. It's a thing. It's like everybody thinks they're funny or most people think they're funny, I think. Yeah, I get what you're saying a bit. Like, I'm a pretty, uh, like, I think, I like, like, when I meet, like, okay, so when I meet people, like, I, I genuinely come from a place of, like, wanting to make them feel good and wanting to make them feel comfortable, and mm-hmm. I can kind of change chameleon into what I think this situation needs. So sometimes, like, I'll feel like I'm talking to someone and they just really need to feel like the funniest person in the room. Mm-hmm. So I will laugh. Is that me right now? I don't now? think it's funny. No, no, I, 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 no, not you. 
but so I and like sometimes it'll even be like a joke flies over my head but I'll still like yeah it's something I've had that my whole life though it's just like I kind of like you want people to feel at ease and and have everything just be kind of copacetic and yeah or like yeah I was just gonna say like I'll, I'll, I'll sometimes I overshare and like ways to like I think depending on the person I'm not doing this with you right now I'm just being like really honest if I feel like they need to feel better than me (laughs) this is really weird but then I'll like like maybe be like yeah I've been having so many nightmares (laughs) yeah (laughs) like like and it's accidental but it's like I've been doing it since I was a kid like it's like and sometimes I'm I could be wrong you know I could just be picking up something that isn't even there I totally I I relate I I really relate to to uh to oversharing at least and I and this this in itself might be an oversharing but I don't think so hopefully this is actually helpful if anybody hears this but I remember having a therapist say to me like you don't have to let everybody in like you don't have to let yeah. everybody into the most <laughs> tender part of you because those people like yeah. a lot of people are going to hurt you like you just have to yes. let the people that you can trust I, in. I, yes I, and like uh, sometimes it's like then I get worried because it, I say so much and then I almost feel less safe um, if like they don't react the right Eli- way. Yeah. Or like, oh, was that weird? Or now I have to always be this way, right? Because like. <laughs> That's funny. Like, like, <laughs> if you start, meet, you meet someone a certain way and then every time you see them, you always have to be like. A mess. <laughs> yeah. That is, that's, a, that's a sketch. That's funny. That's funny. You okay. We'll, make it, we'll, we'll do that as well. <laughs> but, but like with Eli and stuff or like my mom, like I like, like there are certain people where it's like, I feel like I can flow, right? Like I can go from happy to sad to this or that. Like there's no pressure yeah. to be, to be a way. But then, yeah. So it, it's interesting that your therapist said that it's good. It's probably something, especially for me too, when I was like dating like online dating like I would just like oh my gosh like I can't even look back at how even honestly sometimes I read my messages and I'm like what am I how who messages like this yeah no I yeah <laughs> like I, whatever thought I have I type furiously <laughs> <laughs> it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Back in the New York groove. I just have to say there, there's so much to you and it's nice to get to know you better. Like, th- I just feel like we could have like, we could have like 10 facts about you and they, they, there's a lot of different ones you could say. That's very kind because oftentimes I feel very boring. That's very nice uh, of you to say. No, I was just like, I'm impressed with uh, how many different places you've been. Like, like how many places you can exist in successfully and you make music. Like, there's a lot to you. And I think, honestly, like, that's probably what mm, adds to the comedy, too, because, like, you're cur- you know about a lot of things, which, yeah. Anyways. I, I tell you um, one thing I don't know anything about. What? Cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Just a couple more questions. Eli's got two more big ones for you. Oh, no, I know. No. I know which one's coming. Uh. <laughs> Does he? I think so. Um, you said. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we did say. We said? Well, we'll get to it. Yeah. Why, is, why don't I realize? 
You'll see. Well, okay, I'll see if I realize when it's sad. <laughs> I was gonna say like I I overshare a lot as well, and I think it, it's partially because I feel so uncomfortable in conversation. Like mm-hmm. doing the small talk portions are a lot harder than just revealing secrets about myself that make people uncomfortable. And then I think maybe it's like a way of controlling a situation is making people uncomfortable. Oh, really? But don't you feel bad? Like when they feel uncomfortable, aren't you like, oh man, I wish I had said that. I wish things were okay. Or you just kind of like deal with it. I think it's because I feel so uncomfortable just as a baseline that then it transfers it over to them. No. And then I do feel guilty about it afterwards. And I've, I've growing up, I've tried to do that less and less. And wouldn't, but also do you find that like the conversations about big things are just more preferable to small talk with people? Or are you a, a, or no? a little bit? <laughs> I you feel, don't really like small talk, though, Eli, right? Yeah. For me, it's more interesting. And, and like I remember recently I talked to somebody that I just met and um, I remember saying, like, so do you like your job? And she was like, oh, that's very it's very personal. I don't want to talk about that. But uh, <laughs> I just think like, uh, I don't know. I'd rather talk about that than I don't know. I guess I guess what people are watching on TV or something like that. Um I, but I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to make myself sound pretty cool right now. Mission <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thanks. That's very nice. I had a manager from Northern Ireland, and he thought it was really strange how Canadians, like when you meet someone, you're like, oh, what do you do for a living? And he said, yeah. in Northern Ireland, we don't do that. Why do you Canadians do that? And then I sort of just, then a bit, months later, I thought I was like, well, you guys have like a history of sectarian violence, which may be why you need to hide certain <laughs> elements of your personal life i don't think it's that strange to ask someone what they do for a living i never told him this and then i got fired <laughs> oh my god you're, i know who you're talking i didn't put two and two together yeah. that is yeah i think that, i think it's also and i could be wrong with this i think it's also a west coast thing of canada too where nobody asks what you do for a living they ask like what you do for fun or what your hobbies are Yes. Really? I think. I've done that. I, could be I wrong. try to do that. I try to do that too. Like, I'll, I'll try to be like, what are you interested in? Like, but isn't that such watched... a weird question when you meet somebody and you're like, so what are your interests? Like, it feels <laughs> <It's> very <odd>. <laughs> it, 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 it could be, but I, I've kind of mastered like doing it. I think, but I think you're right. I think that is a better way of doing it. Yeah, you get people talking about what they care about and. Yeah. We just watched and, and, a... Okay, for me, sometimes I'm worried, like, what if someone doesn't have a job right now? And this is where, this is that thing. This is that thing I'm talking about. I don't want to make them uncomfortable. I don't want to make them feel like, oh, they're I'm better than them because I have a job. So that's why I'll ask that in case they don't have a job right now. That is that is smart. That is good. Yeah, maybe I should do that all the time. Maybe I should say, if you did have a job, what job would you want? <laughs> when you were a kid. Hypothetically. <laughs> I'd be a country music singer. Eli, what are your two questions? Oh, I want to talk about Lovers Inferno, but we can... Oh, what's that? The Korean dating show we watched. <gasps> you want to talk about that? Just because it was so... It was like a nine-episode dating oh, yeah. show, and it was so chaste. I think at most over nine episodes, one person kissed one person on the cheek. That was... That was it. And the whole... That... I, if you watch reality TV dating shows, it's like... I, I was shocked, like... Not, but it was it was it was good because like the little moments of like little little things you you cared about so much. But the whole concept was the show is they couldn't ask each other what oh. they did for a living or their ages unless they were on these private paradise dates, and then they were allowed to ask. Oh, okay, and did people do it when they were on the private paradise dates, or did people still? Oh, right away. Yes, yeah. 
<laughs> and, and there's also asking a lot of, why do you like me? All the time. Why? <laughs> oh, that was a huge thing oh, or, over in high school. Yeah. Why? Did you ask why? girls why they liked you? <gasps> yeah, and they asked me why I liked them. It was like a fun thing to do when you were like lying in bed Don't. or something. Just list yeah. nice things Ooh. about the other person. What did you hear? What did you say? I usually got, uh, you're funny, um, you're cute. Um, did you have a lot of girlfriends incredibly in high school? Talented. No, I, 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 yeah, I would uh, I'd say probably. Are you a player? No. No, I, this is like a, I would have a lot of serious girlfriends. I've seen a headshot you've posted online of yourself as a child actor. Right, yeah. Did you do a lot of auditions as a kid? How old do you think I am in, in that picture? I think you wrote that you're 13. Okay, yeah. I think I was 13 or 14. So, I, Is that when you started doing auditions? Or? Yes, that's when I started. Yeah, I got, uh, there was a thing called uh, Model and Talent Search Canada. And uh, long story short, I got an agent through that and um, then did my first commercial when I was, I think, 14. How excited were you? Oh, my God. I was so excited. I still remember when my stepdad told me uh, I'd come home and it was in the hallway and yeah, I was over the moon. It was very exciting. What was it for? It was for Airheads Taffy. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, that is such a cool commercial <laughs> that's legendary it's still oh, it's online man. it's online I gotta too. watch it after but in not a big part I'm not a big part in it <gasps> okay but I am in it and what happens is this kid eats a, <laughs> some airheads taffy yeah and he flies around an auditorium <laughs> I'm I'm not that kid and then okay. he goes into a tuba and he <gasps> Flies around a tuba, and I'm the tuba player, and I blow him out of the tuba. Oh my gosh! Yeah. This is when commercials were good. Well, oh, but yeah. you know, do you still do you work for YTV still? I do. So, yeah. But, so I don't know. I guess maybe you don't watch the commercials that they that are with the program. I mean, yes. I mean, yes. I are do. they still good, like the kids ones, or have they gotten bad too? It's hard to say because when you're a kid, things look cool because you're a kid and it's all you know and then i think i think yeah. like just like how when we go to like cineplex and stuff or like and you see the same car commercial over and over again perhaps some of the innovation of commercials aren't there enough anymore right like mm -hmm. like the, that ad like airheads or like uh like the yop like like i remember like how funny and like you as a kid i would be excited if one of those commercials were coming on like because i would want to spot something new well i think we're maybe of a slightly different generation but do you remember baby bottle pop that commercial it's a baby <gasps> bottle pop it's a oh, baby yes, bottle yes, pop yes yes yeah. i do now <laughs> oh yeah yeah were you in that no, I just remember. I just love that song. There's so many good yeah. ones. Yeah. You're, you're in a lot of commercials to this day, and I've seen you in, in a bunch like Boston Pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, so you must see yourself frequently. What's, do you watch when, when you come on? Do you watch that commercial intently or do you? Turn yeah, away? I do. I do. But because I, I don't see it very often. Like, I don't watch yeah. a lot of TV where I get to see commercials. So when I do see it, I'm like, oh, man, that's cool. That's me. And I was driving a couple days ago, and I was in a radio commercial, and I listened to it, and I like I liked that. Did you pull over? <laughs> no, I kept driving on St. Clair. Were you talking? Can you show us how you talked a bit? Like it doesn't have to be obviously perfect, but it's like, did you have to put on a voice? In the commercial, in the yeah. radio, the radio one. 
Yeah. Yeah, I talk I'm like this. I'm like uh I'm like Are you psychic? Wow, <laughs> that, that was so, so good. good. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks. Oh, honestly, because your voice got a little bit lower, so like, like when you were like, yeah, when I talk, I thought you're gonna do a cool like this, like, yeah, like a talk like this, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that's where it was going, and then when you did like the are you psychic thing, I, did, I was like, whoa, I didn't expect it. This might be putting you on the spot, but could you do like a radio ad testimonial for Spencer wants to know the podcast? That's a lot. Okay, never mind. <laughs> what? Already... Like. uh yeah, I'd be happy to. So it's like there's some like just a, a person being like, I love like I love Spencer's podcast. Like it makes me cry, makes me laugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I download it every Monday morning. I love Spencer's. My Monday Oh, okay, I was doing it and now Sorry, I sorry, sorry, it. sorry. <laughs> what what is it? Every Monday? Yeah, like my Monday morning doesn't start until I've Okay. My Monday morning? <laughs> I'm so, so terrible. <laughs> My Monday morning doesn't even start until I listen to Spencer's podcast. Um, no, I can't do it good, apparently. My- Just one clean take that okay. we can use. One clean take. All right, here we go. <clears throat> My Monday morning doesn't even start until I listen to Spencer's podcast. It makes me laugh. makes me cry. Honestly, I just – I feel like she's very off the cuff, and it's just nice. <laughs> Uh, best I could do. <laughs> we can use that, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, because people are gonna think it's real. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Sorry. <laughs> Get back on track. Okay. The final We're big question before we do our cryptocurrency quiz. Okay. Uh, so Devin has been our teacher. Oh. Both oh my gosh. This is the question. <laughs> in the twin arts of improv and sketch comedy, Devin has taught us. What was it like being our teacher? <laughs> All right. So I got this. I knew that this question was coming. Uh, and I thought about it a little. And I didn't think about it very much. I'm going to be honest. I didn't think about it very much. Um, when I taught you both at the same time in the musical improv class, yes. um, you were very much a joy to teach. Because um, you're both, both of us? so. Yeah, I would say so. You were both very good. Like, you're both very good fun to watch you're both very good you're both very good musical improvisers wow no i'm serious in bed together (laughs) where we teens oh you're a great teacher you're such a good teacher no no you play that guitar no i'm serious i'm serious you're very very good at it and you're very respectful in class and then um i thought i mean look i don't i don't remember all my students but i know that i was i'm positive memories of of you two uh in that class and then i also taught eli in the conservatory program and those were mostly positive uh memories i do remember one day give us the tea oh no i'm so excited i am so excited i don't know if i can handle it you can handle it i think eli is in some ways like me uh where i don't want anyone else's ideas i i want it to be my i I know what day it is (laughs) Yeah, I think you remember. We were in like that that class that has no windows. Actually, there was no. There was two times. I think we had to struggle through it twice. One time was when we were in a class with no windows. Another time there was windows, and we're working on the flip flop killer sketch. Oh my God. Just and the two of us, right? Just the two of us. Just the two of you, no windows. <laughs> one, no one way time. out. <laughs> yeah, couldn't even jump out the window if I wanted to, um, but or he couldn't if he wanted to, but. Uh, yeah, I just remember like at one point being like a little frustrated and be like, "Look, we're this needs to change. We're gonna have to change this." 
So we have to do it. And you were like, all right, fine. And then I was like, so is this the next part? And you're like, fine. But I, I think that you were, you didn't want me to take over the sketch and make it how I wanted it to be, I think. You had a way that you wanted it to go, but in my mind, it that wasn't working. So I had to change it. And I learned when I was at Second City that it really is the director's show. Like all my ideas, all my things I wanted to do at Second City, I really didn't get to do as much as I wanted to. And honestly, I wasn't super duper scooper pumped about the final result because I had always dreamed that when I got to main stage, I'd get to like do the sketches that I wanted to do. But you don't. You do the sketches that the director wants you to do. And maybe you were you didn't like that as much as I didn't. I did. I did feel you were getting very frustrated. (laughs) I was. And I I think at one point you suggested something and I said, oh, I don't want to do that. And I think you said something along the lines like, why am I here? (laughs) Yeah. I think I told Spence, I got home and I think, man, Devin was kind of mad. (laughs) I guess I didn't realize this like, oh, it's the director's show. I think I, my perspective literally in that moment was like, well, I'm the one like, this is my sketch. Like, ultimately, I thought I had, like, so mm-hmm. I guess that's why we butted heads. <laughs> yeah, I know. It sucks. I mean, I got I got in trouble for letting too many sketches into the show, too, because afterwards he was like, that's, that show is too long. And I'm like, are you kidding? That was not as long as most conservatory shows. But he was like, you should have cut more sketches. And I felt bad because I didn't want to cut sketches. I remember even like toward the end, I had to cut a few sketches and people were like, you got to be kidding me. You're cutting this sketch. And I'm like, well, whatever. I got to cut sketches. I'm sorry. Yeah. I remember one, one sketch getting cut and it was pretty tense. Yeah. It was like the day before the final show. Mm -hmm. So my conservatory experience, I never showed up. So there we go. Is that true? (laughs) Yeah. I'm bad at it. Well, it's like, it's that it's like it's like I can complain and complain that I don't have groups of friends, right? Mm-hmm. But then I never try. So it's like it's like I can see how that extends to the classes and stuff. But I've been working on it. I've gotten I because I like I face a lot of emotions and also like in school I would miss a lot of school, right? So I kind of like if I didn't feel good I didn't show up. So I was still. Uh, I think if I was to do it now, where I'm at, I would be able to show up, push myself, push myself to connect with people and like, and enjoy it. But also I had just started YTV and like, mm, I was so, I don't know. I don't. I'm sorry. I was trying to change the subject. I thought no, it would be I like know. a quick subject change. <laughs> I know. I was, I was just like, well, anyways, here's my short. <laughs> and I, also, I felt like I was in a couples therapy with you two, but well, you guys I wanna, did a really good job. I want to ping back. I want to go back and talk to Eli, though, because two, <laughs> two, two things. Number one, I remember I, I found this notebook that I had written in the very first day that I took over that conservatory class. Oh. And it was like uh, what everyone wanted to do. And I remember reading Eli's because I was like, oh, I'm going to do their podcast soon. I wonder what Eli wanted to do. And you had said you like the birthday boys. Yes. I love the birthday boys. I love them to pieces. And I really like all the stuff that you make. And I like that it's different and usually darker and weirder. Like, I know maybe you're not the biggest fan or whatever, but like Bruce McCullough or like just the off stuff. And maybe that's insulting. I don't know. 
But I would have insulted it. <laughs> because maybe you're like, I'm mainstream. I'm I, everyone. Like uh, I, I do. I'm right down the middle. But uh, no, I really like the stuff that you do. I'm a big fan of what you do. And the only problems that I had was like, yeah, just that relationship of of you know. But I think that we would have had the same problem if it was reversed, and you were the director and I was the person. But um, one oh one thing I wanted to say, I oh, I, I never got a true read on this were you a fan or not a fan of dr Pooh, medicine woman i loved it no i okay because me too and like i just think i just that's one i really should have put my foot down on and i really should have just gone with it even though the class wasn't for it it's like to me we might, we that's have to give some context Okay, yeah, so I'm we're just sitting here <laughs> confused. Do you Doctor like the poo doctor or do you not like the poo doctor? Uh, That's what I mean. We're working I, I on know, titles. Yeah, sorry, you can tell it. Yeah. For the show? That I would know, have been the title for your show? I know the genesis Whoa. of the title was we were doing like a brainstorm session, the whole the whole class, the whole group. Mm-hmm. And like these these show titles are very punny, right? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And I said I said Doctor Pooh, which was a pun on Doctor Who. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Okay. And then Patrick, who's in the class, yeah. who's a very funny guy, he added yeah. Doctor Pooh, medicine woman, uh-huh. and it lit up some of our brains. Mm-hmm. It, but, but I remember, like, some people in the class were like, "This is gonna go on my resume. I can't say Doctor Pooh, medicine woman." <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna go on my resume. That's true. I guess I don't. Know. Yeah. Well, look, though I don't care. It's funny. It's funnier. It to me, I, it's just. What do you think, Spencer? Doctor, it makes Pooh, me think of the Beatles. I don't know what else to say. It makes me think <laughs> of the Beatles. I'm like, this is the album they the never got Beatles to make, <laughs> and I love it. If John hadn't been shot in 1980, they would have made. <laughs> yeah, they found among his papers, Doctor. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's, I think there's like some magic to it in the sense that it, it sounds good to hear, and I think I'm gonna try saying it. Doctor Pooh, medicine woman, feels good to say. Oh, and should also explain. It's also a play on Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. It's yeah, okay, I did familiar? not see that. Okay, did not know that. But so that, I just thought Beatles. I just thought Beatles. That's interesting. That even works for people who don't know Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. Oh, do you know the Simpsons one? Like, uh, we have plans tonight. What? Oh, I don't know. A little show called Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. Remember that one? Or March goes out. <laughs> We've been. I've been. I've been watching. I've been watching, I've been watching the Simpsons, story. but I don't. Okay, you tell your story. I. I don't think I've got there yet. Uh, I was a very, very socially awkward child, very uncomfortable, especially around girls. Uh, and my parents, uh, my step, my dad and my stepmom had a party, and the neighbors brought their their child who was a girl. This <laughs> is so hard for you to say. Who was around my age? Child. <laughs> who was around my age? And uh, I know my stepmom said like. Hey, think of this as a practice for dating, like a rehe- and Ew. which made me even more uncomfortable. And I was and I was watching TV in the TV room while the party was going on, and it just ha- I was flipping through the channels. It stopped on Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman, and this girl child walks in and, <laughs> and sits <laughs> sits on the couch near me. And I'm literally so nervous that I can't say like, "Do you want to watch something else?" I'm too nervous to change the channel of my own volition. So we sat there watching Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. And then years later, when I was about 17, 
this girl I worked with at Licks Hamburgers, mm. she said like, oh, my, my friend says you, you used to be her neighbor. Yeah, she said you were like obsessed with Dr. Quinn medicine <laughs> woman. <laughs> that's, that's rude. I don't, you weren't, there's no way obsessed. That's, well, he probably I don't like wasn't that. making eye contact with her, so it probably looked like he was just like Well, probably sitting it. perfectly still, not yeah. saying anything at all, just <laughs> fixated on Dr. Quinn medicine woman. Mid-party. <laughs> did, did you even like say hello, like when she came in the room? Probably not, knowing me, I, I just... Eli also tells me a story about, like, when he worked at his mom's flower shop that existed for a little bit, hmm. where he, there was another girl there, uh-huh. and he gets really embarrassed by it. I don't find it that embarrassing, but maybe you tell it, and we'll see if it is um, as I, bad. I'll let you know if you should be embarrassed. <laughs> I was 13 or 14 at this time, and this is one of the things I look back on. Cringe. But I... This girl was working with me. She's my age. And I just was too uncomfortable to talk to her. So there was this uncomfortable silence for like a six-hour shift. And she was standing at one end of the counter and I was on the other. And I started just singing out loud like Beatles songs like, Oh, blah, dee, oh, blah, da, life goes on. And Sergeant Pepper's Long. I just started singing these songs nonstop. Oh, and man. And, it's the next, and then the next day, I just, oh, I was man. at a part of my life where I didn't think that was that insane. But then looking back, I'm like, why did I do that? Oh, I, I, have one, I remember I had a girlfriend in grade eight. And uh, when, when my parents came to pick me up, everyone was standing in the hallway talking for a while. And I was like, I'll do some push-ups. So I, <laughs> I did push-ups. <laughs> just while everyone was waiting and I was so cringy embarrassed by that now I love that I wish I wish I could tell a story like that but mine are just sad you guys have funny ones you can look back and be like oh I did push ups how many push ups like, yeah <laughs> probably not that many did you, have, did you have good do you think you had good form yeah I think so I'm actually pretty That's good at push ups but it really hurts my toe my big toe now I can't do them anymore oh Speaking of toes, my pinky toe is forever on top of my other toe. She has a Taylor Bunyan. <laughs> what? It like it's it pushes like, it like. Like my you you explain this. My pinky toe. I think I get it. Yeah, and that's on top. Rests on top of my other toe, and you could pull it apart, and it will bounce right back. Yeah, I must be both good for toe, both sides of my feet. Must be so good for like yoga, high heels. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it's like yeah, exactly. That's what the, your feet end up looking like in high heels usually. But like in yoga, I've been doing yoga, and they're always like, spread your feet up ground, around the ground. I'm like, lady, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really can't. And they're like, make sure to push into your big toe, your pinky toe. I'm like, I really am unable. And then you throw up on your mat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I start crying, <laughs> and then inevitably, burf. Wait, are you doing? Sorry, are you doing yoga I'm now? Doing, I, right now in this moment, I've been, no. this is my eighth, no, this was my ninth day. I'm doing yoga with Adrian. Um, it's, I love free stuff. You know what? Day challenge. I have to, you know what? I've been listening. I, I, okay. Listen up y'all. You want to get spiritual? I've been listening to Hay House meditations, which are free. Um, and they're so good because they have all sorts of different like spiritual teachers. Just very new. This is eight days in where this is Spencer eight days in. And then I'm doing this yoga thing and the person's really good and it's free. It's like, wow. Like I feel like I'm, I'm being surrounded by positivity for free. That's great. I'm really happy that, that you like it. I hate yoga. I when I do a position and I'm uncomfortable and I have to hold it, I get angry. Oh, but yeah. I like sports. I think sports are is a great way for me to exercise. But oh man, like if I have to hold an uncomfortable position in yoga, oh, I just get bitter. I don't like it. Yeah, 
there's some stuff with yoga, like the restorative, which is supposed to feel like really good and nice, but it is like, you just like hold positions really long that are easy actually, but I can't, I don't like it. Like I like yoga when it moves. Like I like doing chaturangas or like moving, flowing, I guess is the word. Is there, is that like Tai Chi a little bit? Maybe. Maybe. No. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. It's not. <laughs> it's like you sit you sit with your legs crossed and you hold one nostril down and Well that's a type of breathing. We can all do it together. So you're gonna put one finger on one nostril. Let's do a nostril, you breathe in through the sure. nostril, that's free. And you're gonna put your finger <laughs> <laughs> it's too much expression of talking about it. Wait, wait, I'll explain. Okay, wait, you two do it. So you're gonna put your finger on one nostril, take a breath in through the free nostril. Now hold that breath and put the finger on the other nostril and then breathe out through that nostril. (laughs) Okay, and then you just, yeah. It's like, it's a type of breathing technique. This, for some people, I bet is gonna be excruciating to listen to. (laughs) With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What about, what about that thing that some people say tastes like soap? Cilantro? <laughs> yeah. Do you like cilantro? No, I'm one of those people who doesn't like it. Oh, I like cilantro. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's weird. Did you have braces? <laughs> I should have. Well, should've. actually, I didn't And because... did you have good skin? Well, let me school? tell I, I have an embarrassing story about braces. It looked okay. kind of embarrassing. My, uh, my high school girlfriend thought this was hysterical. My uh, dentist said I couldn't get braces because I have tongue thrust, <laughs> which <laughs> means that <What>? my... <laughs> <laughs> my tongue... I, I, not anymore, but I maybe actually still don't. Rests on the roof of my mouth, basically oh. rests oh. pushing out. <laughs> My teeth. I imagined your tongue was going to fight the entire time. <laughs> yeah, That's it, what I thought. It's like Tourette's, but you can't control your tongue like shooting out of your mouth. Is that what it's like? Or it's no. just that it, it No, it just, just rests on, rest on the roof of my mouth, so it would like push my teeth out. So he was like, you can, oh. you can get braces, but it's just going to go back to, to how it is. Did you work on curing the tongue thrust? <laughs> no, because it's so... It so, just stopped? It's... Uh, maybe, or maybe I still do it. I don't know. I still have got my And teeth. skin? Skin? Skin was good? I feel yeah. Like you have good skin. Really good skin. I, I have to, honestly, I notice people when they have, like, good skin, because, like, I, I have, like, like my, my skin goes towards acneic, and I've always noticed, like, it's like you don't even have pores. Who, me? You. Oh, thanks, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're, and do you, like, do you have to take care of it, or you just kind of, like, have this, the skin? Uh, I think my skin used to be better. Now it's it's not so good. I'm getting like blemishes and and stuff. And then I'll get like zits and everything. And you get I, zits? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What? Big, big time. And um, I don't <laughs> like. It makes me think a, like I don't on you. want to be an actor sometimes because I also get oh. things like on my eye. Like I'll get like a mm. what do you call it, like a sty on my eye, yeah. and then I just like if I book anything. I am a wreck until after I shoot it because I'm like, I'm going to get sick. I'm going to, 
you know, have a big blemish or something. I, I'm not going to be able to do Can't it. Can't think like that. Law of attraction. That's where I'm at now. It's, <laughs> but it always ends up okay. Like it always. It, it ends up okay. So that's good. So it's not. So so, but then doesn't that mean law of attraction isn't real because I'm yeah. it doesn't come to me? Yeah, I think I think you're right. <laughs> it's wrong. <right. laughs> I don't know, but I just wish that I was able to just be like it's always worked out every time. It's gonna Honestly, be fine. But I can't. I just get so worked up and worried. I, about it. Sometimes, like, even with filming, like, it's, like, I, like, I'm not auditioning, right? Like, I'm just doing the same job. But there are these days where I come in and I literally don't want anyone to look at me. And it's really painful. Like, I, like, have my clothes on. Like, I would have wanted to wear sweatpants or something comfy, right? And it's, like, you got these jeans on and you're, like, yes, your makeup and hair is done. But it's, like, you you feel like you just feel like this mm, – like you're burning or something and like everyone's noticing who you really are and like like if I mess up a line I'm like everyone hates me and it's really hard to get out of that and then another day I could just be like totally cool free flowing um but those days are the worst like when you just feel so embarrassed to exist and you're supposed to be the one talking and everyone has to look at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I felt that, too, when I'm teaching sometimes. I'm like. Oh, yeah. Yes. OK. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's, it's not alone in that. No. It's like, it's no, you're burning. not. I'm sorry yeah. that you feel that way sometimes. But. It's, yeah. It's like I just have to remind myself I've done it before and I'll get through and it's OK to make mistakes. And, and sometimes I have fun with it. Sometimes I kind of have fun with it because like people get so annoyed. Like they're like, oh, we got to leave early. Like, I'm like, you're staying here. <laughs> I'm like, um, mommy wants to play. I want a messy. I'm a messy girl today. <laughs> well, we were we were in a play together and you never did that. Ding, ding. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even remember that. I know. I didn't until oh, just no. now. And I was like, <laughs> don't bring that up. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Yeah. We should. Oh, it just, it, no, it just brings up the fact that I didn't come much again. Is it Dean Bean? Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess there were, yeah, some rehearsals. But you know what? Honestly, can I say honestly, that was always a blessing because I was like, yes, yes, we can go home. We can go home and go home. I loved it. I love it when anyone cancels stuff, man. It's great. It happened today. We were supposed to have a meeting and, and one girl woman didn't uh, didn't show up and I was like. One girl woman. Well, I corrected myself. I was trying to correct myself. No, no, no. I was just thinking about like, it's like the Eli is. The girl child. Girl, girl child is now woman. Girl. Girl child nice. is here. Medicine woman. Can I ask two more questions before we do the quiz? Yes, sorry, yes. Yes, yes, sure. Um, What was your fashion like in school? Oh, that's a good question. I think, I'm going to guess. Can I guess? Sure. I think you like polos. Baggy jeans? uh, No, neither. I would say neither. Oh, I just thought Prime Minister would wear a polo. I never took great care of my... I've never well okay first of all high school was uniform so I, that, that didn't really oh. exist <laughs> and then uh, but in university I did something interesting I bought the Devon Highland and that was uh, what I bought three what? pairs of the same pants seven <laughs> seven of the same shirt and then one no. blazer so You're I wore the same an, thing OG every minimi- day minimalist but OG. What, what I found funny about it was like I went and I got all these outfits that were exactly the same, so I'd wear the same thing every day. But what people thought was that I just oh, didn't no. change my clothes. Like they thought <laughs> I just had one version of it. They didn't know I had a whole closet of it. You know, I think I read something about this a long time ago. It was like it's like called the cartoon. It's what billionaires do. It's like yeah, it's like a cartoon. Like li- like 
like the cartoon style where you just wear the same look all the time? I thought I had it all figured out. When like I did Steve that, Jobs had the black turtleneck right. and the jeans. Yeah. It, you know, Wait, but what color time. was the shirt? It was green. I had a green oh, shirt. Brings um, up the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Although I think I have green eyes. People say I have blue eyes. But they could change. They could shift yeah, maybe. Might, yeah. I, I don't know. And then, yeah, brown pants and a tan Brown blazer. pants? Are they corduroy? What kind they of were, shoes? They were corduroy. They were corduroy! Uh, the I shoes? I don't no, remember the shoes. The shoes were corduroy. I don't remember. The shoes Probably. were not corduroy. Yeah, different. Any hats, rings, earrings, bracelets, piercings? <laughs> Do you have tattoos? No. Nope. No tattoos. Eli's got a tattoo. <laughs> do you? Is it a yeah, boxing glove? Uh, no, it's a line of poetry I got when I was 18 that I'm pretty embarrassed about. And he wrote poetry <laughs> in the bathroom, and I only found this out recently as a yeah, in high write, school. I would write poetry on the bathroom stall walls in my oh, high school. Oh, wow. That's, that's <laughs> nice. Uh, it's kind of I know. I thought it would be a good place to be, honestly. Like, well, actually, no, I did like reading some of the drama on the bathroom stall, but like, I think a, a poem could make me think. Well, let's take him a stink. Well, yeah. Eli, say your poem. Yeah, what's. On your back. <clears throat> so uh, you wrote says, this? No. <laughs> oh. No, it's a line from W.B. Yeats. Oh, okay. It says, Cold and passionate as the dawn on my left shoulder. Cold and passionate <laughs> as the dawn. That's interesting. That really makes me think. Because cold, you associate with passionless, right? Kind of. Right. But then the dawn mm-hmm. is very passion, passionate. Huh. What does it mean to you? Uh, that's the embarrassing part. Like, I can't really <laughs> remember. I think, like, cold, like, clarity. Pa- it's about a fisherman. Uh, I don't know. I want to I like that. I like what it invokes. Yeah. It makes it, it, It's nice. And now for my final question. Okay. Okay. Do you remember when your voice deepened? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it took a while. It took a long time. I, it was pretty late. I was pretty late uh, bloomer uh, puberty-wise. Probably fif- 16, maybe 15, 16. People would call and think that I was my mom a mm-hmm. lot. Me too. Really? Oh. So were you excited when it finally deepened then? Huh. Yes, yes. But now I wish that it were higher because animation-wise, oh, man, you can get so much more work. Much money? If you sound oh. like a kid. <laughs> oh, money! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you sound like a kid. Uh, me? Do I? Who, Spencer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think. <laughs> you should do some voiceover work. Okay, I will. I have a strange association with stuffed crust pizza because <laughs> it, it, it came out for the first time from Pizza Hut. It was a new yeah. thing, and we ordered a pizza, and we're eating it, and then my, my older cousin came over, and his, vo- his voice had completely deepened since the last time I saw him, and I found it really disturbing. <laughs> and I remember, I remember like, the stuffed crust pizza like, wasn't as gooey and cheesy as the commercials. It was kind of like... Yeah, it gets like, hard. It, it gets, gets hard. hard. I remember eating that and not liking that and not liking his new voice. Uh, <laughs> Just a I bad have, day. I have a bad thing with bagels and cheese. So I was at my friend's house, and uh, it's first. It was a cheese bagel, toasted with like orange cheese. What's that? What's that? Some cheddar. cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so that right. The mom that comes down, and I'm, I've never had this before. I don't know why. I've just never had like just cheddar cheese on the bagel that happened to also be a like a cheese bagel, mm-hmm. and. They decide, these two girls decide, it would be the perfect time to show me one, uh, two girls, one cup, a disturbing poop oh video. Oh, no. <laughs> As I'm first time eating this, eating, I cannot, there's no way I could ever eat cheese on a bagel. 
ever again, <laughs> like ever, like one time only. So like, I don't know if for you, like when you think about that story about like his weird, deeper voice and the like, it's the more like cold cheese. It no, it's not as bad as mine. I thought, I thought I was relating. <laughs> I thought I was on the exact same level of relatability there. I think it's, an, it's the same kind of story, but yeah, yours is much worse. I've never seen that video I because I knew it was going to be bad, so I never yeah. did it. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have food in your mouth, man. <laughs> Learn from my mistakes. <laughs> also, like, they would always make me prank call people. Like, I wanted to be, like... The, like I wanted guys to like me I was always and sometimes they would do the prank call and then it would go badly because they weren't that funny at it mm-hmm. and then they would say it was me so then I would lose my s- sense of humor too wait a minute so sorry does this who's make sense the, who's the, so the prank call would be to somebody that you knew <laughs> so and like, then oh, later they say that was Spencer okay Spencer's over let's prank call some boys right yeah. but then I'm so fun and it's funny and I'm making them laugh it's like oh we want to give it a try so they would take turns and it wouldn't yep. be as funny and then they would say that it was me so then I lost like like at least I was funny but now I wasn't even funny anymore but it wasn't even me but I wasn't allowed to say it wasn't me why couldn't you say it wasn't you I don't know because you get mad they get mad but yeah they get mad and that would have been I think uh, that's yeah tougher in in school to be a girl for that reason because the boys were never as malicious I found like you know yeah. they were just you had to be you had to play the game or maybe that's just what TV made me think because yeah, boys were mean to me boys were mean to you? <laughs> yeah well, well you went in and out of, he had a not cool phase and then a cool phase uh, no I constantly would vacillate between having friends having zero friends having mm-hmm. friends again losing them all yeah that's why we were late let's find out a cryptocurrency <laughs> yes. I, I that's don't why know you what... were late sorry late <laughs> That's why we relate. Oh, relate. <laughs> That's why we relate today. We're making friends and losing them. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to worry the title of the show is going to be Cryptocurrency, and we're finally talking about it now. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> yeah, people, I just sort of forgot that people have to listen to this. <laughs> it's just like a friend day. Eh? Have to. They get to. Right. Yes. Well, if, but if anyone clues in just to learn, they got their pen and paper, and they're just, come on, get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's going to be some great financial advice in this section. Okay. All right. So Spencer, I'm ready. Spencer and Devin will now battle head-to-head in a 10-question cryptocurrency quiz. Cool. Wait stakes. a minute. Can I just say that <laughs> usually when we do this, like, there, like, or when, when I've heard this, like, Spencer, like, gets to learn, like, there's a first round, and then she gets to study or something like that. This is just like, you don't know anything about this? All right. Ed, here we go. Well, but, we, we had sort of discussed how to adapt the format to having guests because we thought it might be hard to ask the guests to study for half an hour yeah. in between. That's, so. That would be long. I, I worked on a kid's podcast uh, recently for a long time, and uh, the guy was like, he was he was very, you know, you can't cross this line. But then sometimes I was like, can we do this? And he's like, yeah, if someone complains about that, like, they're crazy. The big rule with Rob, he was like, don't mention video games because as soon as you mention them, kids are going to be like, oh, yeah, video games, and then go do that. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, do not mention anything. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. My sister is like that because she's a teacher, so she has to have a separate profile online because if the students find her, then, you know. Their minds will literally implode. Mm-hmm. Well, she posts usually just two girls, one cop. But, uh, I saw, yeah. Back in the day, I saw a, 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 an episode of Eliminate. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and one of the girls was saying, like, what she does, like, I'm a kindergarten teacher. And then she was doing, like, some pretty heinous stuff on the show. Oh, I watched, do you guys watch Survivor? You probably don't watch Survivor, do you? That's so funny. We were t- I was talking to Cody Crane about that I've seen yesterday. Th- I've, seen, I've, I've seen three seasons. Oh, you've seen three? I haven't. I don't, I, I remember Survivor being on TV and being like, God, I don't get this concept as a kid. <laughs> Oh well, it's you should try again because no, I I, I and think I have I want to. seasons for you to watch if you get into it. To contact oh, me after I will tell you. Uh, you have to have Paramount Plus. Yeah, or, that's what that's what oh, Cody was saying. I don't know. I, I thought you had the DVDs, DVDs too in that moment. No. Do you love DVDs? Wait, what did you say? Oh, I'm a nut. Yeah, I got hundreds. Yeah, big fan. Wow, that's so cool. No, it's not. Why? <laughs> Because Brennan doesn't like it, and we just moved, and they're still in boxes, and, like, there's no place to put them, and it's, like, kind of getting frustrated. Like, I want to put out my DVDs, but she's, like, there's no. no space. Honestly, it's depressing. I think we should just move on. <laughs> you Break guys, have, have you guys been together, like, is it four years now? Yeah, it'll or be four years up? in two months, and we wow. are engaged to be wed. What? Are you serious? Yeah, uh, yeah that long, uh, it was 20... 20. We got at the August 31st, 2020 is when we got Did you not post it to social media? No, I didn't post it to social media. That's how I missed it. Wow, congratulations. Who asked who? How to go down? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. uh, Cryptocurrency does not matter to me anymore. This is really important. Yeah. What happened? Uh, You know, we were going camping and um, Uh I... That there was a conservation area that was near the campsite on the way wait, there. Wait, wait, can I ask something? Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but have you guys yep. ever talked about it before? Had you ever talked about it before? Getting married? Mm-hmm. Yes, we have. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, so That's it wasn't fine. like... I think most people, I think most people talk about it before. Have you guys ever talked about it? Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, it caused a big fight between us. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. I can uh, say I'll say it. <laughs> Well, you want to say you want to say it? <laughs> he wants to say it. <laughs> well, Spencer, you feel comfortable. Yeah, Spencer. For for. Well, I also want to blame my mother. Let's just say that too. So Spencer, for years, was saying like, "When are you going to propose to me? Am I going to have to propose to you? Like, I want to get married. When are we going to get married? When are we going to get married?" Mm-hmm. And I would say, "Well, you know, like I kind of want to pay off my debt and and, and find like a good steady job <laughs> and feel ready to get married." And then, but Spencer just kept saying it anyways, and I finally was like, okay, yeah, I'll start thinking about it. <laughs> but then I found out that Spencer didn't mean legally. This is like a month. I was saying it a lot. Sp- Spencer didn't mean legally get married because she is worried about my debt. <laughs> no, I had a fun idea where we would get married every year, but it's not legal. And I said. And I, and I, but I, I, I forgot to mention the not legal. I said we get married every year, and it would be like, like it would be really fun. And like, I don't actually like the idea personally of like having people at my wedding, so it would change all the time. Like, um, but my yeah. my perspective is that getting married is a legal thing. <laughs> yeah, and not, I don't want it to. Be. You're not actually married. <laughs> right. Uh, well, do you have to take on the debt? If you're married? You, that's the other thing. You don't. <laughs> but my mom is, like, so scared, and she's told me for years and stuff. And, like, like lots of people have tried to, like, take her house. Like, um, like your dad in the divorce. And yeah, stuff. and even, like, sadly, like, I just recently found this out. But, like, my mom had a partner, and they were, like, wed to get married. But, like, he um, got cancer. He passed away. But his parents tried to take my mom's house, too. <laughs> what? How could they... Even, I, don't know. I don't know but she's just always like made me feel scared of it and I like I just don't I feel very like scared of money and like scared of making mistakes and taxes and all sorts of stuff um, 
Yeah. And then I thought I thought I beat the system because I was like, like there are so many things about like for me like the idea of one single day that's a wedding like that I have difficulties with. Like I think about like inviting um, like you know a niece or a nephew or something, and then they're like teenagers and they bring their date, and then you have to play for their plate, and they don't even want to be there, and like I don't have enough friends, I think, and like I don't want just one dress. So I thought like, oh okay, I'll just get married every year, and that could be its own thing. It could just even be going to a restaurant and pretending, but. It uh, it was a blow. It was a fight. Because <laughs> now we don't talk about it. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. To, <laughs> it's I'm okay. Sorry, then, but we've gotten we've gotten past it. Yeah, it's fine now. I I we kind of well, you know <laughs> Eli's original intent was to you wanted to get stuff together too before doing it. So. Yeah, but I just felt like you tricked me into like I didn't trick. <laughs> Did you guys go underwater? You guys sound far away now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hiding. How, how's your proposal? <laughs> you please don't tell us. I still want to know. It was. Uh, it was nice. It was. It was nice. Um, I. I. Yeah. I, I told her we were gonna take pictures of our dog, uh, which oh, does my not. Oh gosh! You guys have a dog. Yeah, we have two actually. Yeah. What? Named. Uh, one's named. Names. Hudson, which we didn't name, came she came as Hudson, mm-hmm. and the other one's named Newt. Newt, Hudson like Newt Gingrich. <laughs> That's cool. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and so, have uh, you guys have been engaged f- since yeah. 2020. Is there? Do you know? Because we're missing the story. Date? Oh, oh, sorry. There's more. Sorry. <laughs> no, there's not much more. I just, I just did it at this conservation area, uh, and um, uh, yeah, it was a surprise, and I I had some personal things that we inside jokes and stuff and I had oh, n- nailed wow. something to a tree and, and all that um, but the best tree. part was after we oh yeah we also planted the tree but uh, so lame but anyway so I mean not lame, so lame not I lame this. it's death oh right say it again say it again that's so cool <laughs> it's so it's so cool uh, but the best part was afterwards we got to go to our campsite and yeah. we stayed there for like an extra day after we were going to stay. So we stayed there for four days, and those were those probably the best days of my life so far. Like just wow. having just got engaged, going camping for four days, just the two of us and our dog. Wow. It was great. That is so good. Did you cry? Did she cry? Devin cries easily. Uh, why wouldn't you cry at this? I don't know. Maybe I did. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember if I cried. Do you know when you plan to get married? No, I, we want to be, yeah, we want to have enough money for a wedding. And obviously we want COVID to be over. So I have but an I know idea for Brennan's vows. Sorry? I have an idea for Brennan's vows. <laughs> you, you do? Okay. Yeah. All right. What is I, it? I, I will always let you put your DVDs out. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell her that. Tell her to put that in there. <laughs> I'll message her out of the blue. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I saw her at SoCap and I didn't have my glasses on and like always if I don't have my glasses on I can't tell who someone is and we were like I don't know. and then when I realized it was her I was like oh my gosh and she was she's always so funny on stage like always but it was just so nice to like see her on stage again like she had like I, I loved her outfit she had like um I corduroy green jeans on I'm pretty sure they were corduroy maybe I'm wrong about the color but I thought they were green and she had like a black shirt on and I was like this is the style sounds like the Devon Highland yeah, it's yeah. Like the 
She ripped me off, man. <laughs> okay, this is exciting. Okay, okay, cryptocurrency. Okay. <laughs> but, like, the next time I see her, I'm going to ask her so many questions because that would be it, – it would be nice to hear, too, from her perspective. But you told it so beautifully. That's so nice. I did not Just, tell it beautifully. I, the four days. That, the four days oh, that part. Really sweet. Yeah, that, that part was like, the best. Eh, That's – like, it, it really – yeah. yeah. And it, I guess it's going to live on forever in a, in a magical sort of way. This podcast? No, that moment, those four days. Oh, but the story being recounted on this. Sorry. I, I, I don't know what else to say anymore. <laughs> okay, Spencer and Devin. Wait, I have one more thing. There are little okay. trees on, on, our, on our table. Just, you I've have palm trees at, on your table? No, little, little trees. On our tablecloth. Oh, yeah, and I've been poking at them, and now I'm like, oh my God, they're all, they're you. And the laws of attraction? Yeah. It's okay. all connected. Everything all connected. is the same. Two girls, one cup. <laughs> Spencer and Devin will now battle head to head in a okay. 10 question cryptocurrency quiz. Okay. The stakes. If Spencer wins, I will give her 0.01% of a Bitcoin. <gasps> if Devin wins, Spencer has to give me 0.01% of a Bitcoin. <laughs> Sorry, Devin. Okay. That's okay. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll so wait. the quiz. So yeah. if I win, you get something, Eli? Yes, I get 0.01% of a Bitcoin. We could also send you that if that makes it more exciting for you. No, that's okay. I don't, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm fighting for charity here. For, for me. I'm yeah. that. You heard that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and please, I'll read out the questions and just buzz in by saying your own name. So, Devin <laughs> or Spencer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Question one What is the current value of one Bitcoin today, De- January Devin. 13th? Yes. Is it like $42? $42. Spencer, do you have a guess? <laughs> oh my it's a lot more than that. Isn't it like a, it's a thousand or something? It's oh my Spencer, a thousand. A thousand. <laughs> I did just say the prize was 0.01% of a Bitcoin. So. No, I know. Oh, yeah, I, did. I didn't even hear that. I was going to say a dollar. I did oh, hear I that one of those currencies was like 40 bucks, but I know that a Bitcoin is worth. I guess, can, I, can I change mine? Is it whoever's closer? Can't just be whoever's closer. You've already guessed. You already guessed. Uh, The correct answer in Canadian dollars is fifty-three thousand five hundred nineteen dollars and thirty-eight cents. What? Yeah. Wait. What? That's how much one Bitcoin is today. Today, a single Bitcoin? Yeah, they're worth a lot of money. I did not know. So that's so Spencer's answer of one thousand is closer. That I stole from Devin. Than forty-two. So that's one point for Spencer. Whoop whoop. Question number two. In 2021, this Central American country became the first country in the world to accept Bitcoin as legal tender. Oh, yeah. Central America? You have to buzz in. <laughs> I don't know the continent. Devin? <laughs> yes, Devin. Brazil? Brazil is not in Central America. (laughs) (laughs) Central America doesn't even exist. We talk about it. Yeah, it's right there between North and South America. Central, um, okay, I'm going to say Spain. (laughs) Spain is in Europe. (laughs) Okay, no points awarded. The correct answer was El Salvador. Oh, no! Yeah, where my grandma's from. Oh, no. Question three. In 2021, what country declared all cryptocurrency transactions illegal in their country? Who? A Spencer. Spencer. My guess is Hong Kong. Devin. Hong Kong. Devin. <laughs> Ireland? <Yes>. Ireland. <laughs> the correct answer was China. Uh, so, it's one nothing Spencer still. But Ireland is pretty progressive with financial stuff. 
<laughs> Maybe you tell us. They are. They are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna laugh so much. Question number four: What does NFT stand for? Oh, Devin. Spencer. Uh, I think Spencer Scott in the first. <laughs> wow. Okay. New. Uh huh. <laughs> New forums. Uh huh. Things. New forums. Things is incorrect. Devin, would you like to steal? Yeah, I like to steal. That's right. Non fungible <laughs> token. Correct. That's a point for Devin. Oh no, we're the tie. <laughs> Question number five. Eminem, Jimmy Fallon, and Snoop Dogg have all spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to own NFTs of drawings of these bored animals. These bored-looking animals. What animals? They have? Uh, Spencer, cheetahs, chameleons, and... Oh, cheetahs. Cheetahs. Okay, Devin? Pandas? Correct answer was apes. (laughs) As part of the Bored Ape Yacht Club series of NFTs. I shouldn't know the answer to that. I'm glad I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, how much money do they spend? Hundred, it's in the hundreds of thousands of I dollars. I don't understand. For basically a drawing of an ape. But they're the only ones who have it? They're just some of the famous people that have bought in and have added some cachet to owning one. Okay, okay. This is a real world. Okay. Question six. What does the word crypto in cryptocurrency come from? Crypto mining, Spencer. Incorrect. Oh, darn. <laughs> Uh, in encrypted uh, cryptography cryptography was what I was looking for <laughs> question seven what is unique about Bitcoin inventor Satoshi Nakamoto um, Spencer yes her sense of style and ability to move forward incorrect do you have a guess David <sighs> unique about them uh, I'm gonna say they're blind Uh, Incorrect. Uh, It is unclear whether Satoshi Nakamoto is a real person or a a, a fake name for one person or a group of people that pretend to be this one person, Satoshi Nakamoto. Oh, like RBC. Wait. What was the the question? How is is that an answer? What is unique about Bitcoin inventor Satoshi Nakamoto? They're not a real person. It's unique. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. Question eight. (laughs) Gresham's Law says that bad money drives out good money. What do you think that means? Bad money drives out good money. Um, <laughs> Spencer, something to do with Bitcoin. And, um, you know, there are bad Bitcoins, bad apples, and the bad apples poison the good apples of the Bitcoin. Do you have a guess, Devin? <laughs> no I have no idea No. Okay, so it means um, in an economy where there are two forms of, of commodities or currencies people will hoard the one that is perceived or has more intrinsic value and use the one that seems less valuable so the, oh. good, the good money will disappear from, from sort of flowing in the economy because people will hoard that one and use the one that seems worse uh-huh. Anyways, but aren't they both uh-huh. money? Like, wouldn't they both buy you the same thing? The- yeah, theoretically, yes. But people will hoard the one that they think is more valuable. Is so? Is that like, let's say Canada had pesos and Canadian dollars? Is that what you mean? Yeah, 
Like if but they were one to one value, but people are like, well, the Canadian dollar is probably going to be stronger in the future. I'm going to use up my pesos first and hoard my Canadian dollars. So but they're referring. Di- sorry. There are different sorry. types of bitcoins, like different brands of Bitcoin. Um. Well, it could be in, in like say like people own Bitcoin and traditional like money. Eventually, if they think that the Bitcoin is more valuable than having the actual money, they'll hoard their Bitcoin and not and spend the money first, and then Bitcoin will become even more scarce. Hmm. What? Question number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin mining uses 91 terawatt hours of electricity annually. What? True or false? That's more than Finland uses annually. Uh, wait, I'm just confused. So. <laughs> Devin, because it's 50 50. I got it. Buzz in here. Devin. Uh, okay. True? True is correct. That's the point for Devin. Uh, yeah. Okay, but wait. What? Sorry, how Spencer, how too do people late. make money with Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> don't get it. I don't get it. Well, the process of Bitcoin mining is you using... sell your Bitcoin, right? And then you get real money again. And that's how you make money, right? People sell their Bitcoin well, for real money. Isn't that the thing? <laughs> At the end of the day, you end up wanting real money again? Well, you it can is. buy things with Bitcoin. Yeah. Isn't that the whole at the end of the day? <laughs> no, because it's, it... that's like saying at the end of the day, money just gets you a loaf of bread. Now they're just saying at the end of the day, Bitcoin gets you a loaf of bread. What? But I see. What? Okay. So, so money, traditional money is much easier to use and to buy things in your day to day life. Bitcoin has. What can you buy with Bitcoin? All sorts of things. What? You can't? Can but it's just Tesla it's, it's, now, right? No it, way. It, wait, wait, wait a whole second. I didn't know you could buy things with Bitcoin. It's just harder to do than with money, because more, much more people accept money than Bitcoin. Oh, so. And Bitcoin has the advantage of like it's more private. It's. Because banks don't own. Wait, the government isn't involved in Bitcoin. Not as much. The government is going to introduce more and more regulations as it comes to Bitcoin. But one of the appeals is like being decentralized, being a little more anonymous, possibly. So that's why Elon Musk is cool with it. Yeah, maybe. So, Devin, do you have anything to add? About yeah, Bitcoin? I came in here knowing nothing about cryptocurrency, <laughs> and, and I'm going to leave knowing nothing about cryptocurrency <laughs> and just be made a fool of. It's like you asked me at a time, like, what are you bad at? And then base the episode around that. Well, no, what is the current value of one Bitcoin? Uh, 52,000? 54,000? 58? All those answers, much closer than what you initially said, which was $42. So I do think you've learned something here. <laughs> Final question. It's 2-1 for Devin. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, nice. Okay, so you can only tie, Spencer. Wait, how much is 0.1% of a Bitcoin going to cost me? Uh, well, you'll, f- <laughs> you'll find out soon. No. There are currently two main ways to confirm and record cryptocurrency transactions. There's the POW method, which uses a lot more energy than the POS method. What do POW and POS stand for? Prisoner of War, point of sale. Spencer, uh, uh, Spencer <laughs> pr- prisoner of sale of sale. <laughs> okay, can I can I try can I try you for real? You didn't say your name. Devin. Devin. Okay. Devin. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. One of them. Point I'm gonna spoiled. say po. I gotta say pos is point of sale because I have to. <laughs> it's probably wrong, but whatever. And then pow is purchase on web. I don't know. Okay. Well. 
The P-O... Okay, I'm going to go again. Okay. Mine is point of sales uh-huh. um, and point of webs. <laughs> okay, well, I'll let you both know that the P-O in both stand for proof of. Oh. Do you want one more guess each? Proof of W, proof of S. Proof of sale, proof of... Wiggle. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, it's uh, proof of work and oh. proof oh. of stake. Jeez. <laughs> I, I hope you. I, I hope you both have learned something today about cryptocurrency. Well, you were reading about it all day long. Can you just talk about it a little freely, forwardly to us? I'm a bit scared too because it's very confusing to me as well. Just try a bit. Um, I'd rather not. I think we should probably just say goodbye. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> I really don't want to. Okay, so I met this guy on the train. He was sitting beside me. Oh, but Devin won. Devin won. Devin, congratulations. So you owe me 0.01% of one Bitcoin, which is $5.30. Okay, that's not bad. This guy was sitting beside on the train. He was trying to, he was, he's older and he was like, he is like, I tried to get my nieces into Bitcoin and he's like, we followed each other on Instagram and he always like reacts to my stories and I'm like, is, is he actually know what he's talking about? I don't know. <laughs> don't I don't know this like, man. Do I, like, <laughs> do, I, do I pursue finding out about Bitcoin from someone on a train? Well, I was thinking like I could get an Ethereum wallet and we could try to sell our drawings <laughs> as NFTs. But why do people buy NFTs? It's kind of like why why does like a rare painting go for so many millions of dollars? But you won't, there's only one, right? Like that. But like this is the thing. Like I've seen creators, and they're like, "These are my NFTs," and you can see it. Like you get a sneak peek. So couldn't I just screenshot? You could, but like there's there's reproductions of the Mona Lisa as well. But, but the original is worth the millions of dollars, not those reproductions. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Devin. Thoughts, remorses. Thoughts? I think that is an issue. I think people screenshotting and, and getting them uh, is a problem. And it, that's something they're dealing with, I think. But I don't know. Would you um, ever make an NFT of one of your jokes? Would you ever sell foot photos? Or an NFT of the Devon Highland? <laughs> no, but I should consider those avenues. I, I think, I've too, like, of. maybe we both in our relationships should decide to get into Bitcoin and just... See who does better. <laughs> okay, we'll meet wait, back here. Wait, Devin year. and Brennan versus yeah. me and you? Yeah. See. <laughs> okay. See who ends up. On your wedding day, I'll give you one Bitcoin. That's a That'd whole be... lot of money. <laughs> That'll be very nice. Forty-two dollars sounds great. <laughs> You've learned nothing. Well, thank thanks so much for your time, Devin. It's been a, it's been a real fun time. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I like I said I like the podcast very much. I hope that people enjoyed this. Are you going to cut this down or is this going to be a, a big one? Uh, yeah, I'll probably cut it down. Is there anything you'd want edited out or like your, your, about you your gr- grandparents? About too, or, yeah. yeah, grandparents. You can always let us know. Or... Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Think about it. I don't know. I the podcast like I listened to uh, this one by this one guy. I don't remember his name, but he used to host that show. It was like after hours. Comedians had to guess like make jokes about Twitter. Remember that show? It was like um with Chris Hardwick? 
Chris Hardwick. That's the guy. Yeah, he was a real drinking problem. That guy. I yeah. listen, I whenever I would have an interest in uh, listening to people who had drinking problems, I always wanted them to give numbers, like how many were you drinking a day. Mm. Yeah. And he would. He was like, he, I think he's like a two four a day. And I remember being so happy that he did that. So then, <laughs> when I when I went pee in the in the break, I was thinking like, oh man, I'm talking too much about this stuff. And then I thought that I felt really good hearing the other guy talk about it, so maybe people would enjoy hearing me talk about it. I don't know. So um, all that to say, I don't. Yeah, cut it whatever you want. I'm, I'm, but I'm okay with whatever yeah. you want to keep in. I thought it was nice too because I know Eli actually really struggles with it. Also, um, yeah, I did a study at Cam Age for heavy drinkers, and they did all sorts of tests on me. <laughs> <laughs> and it took a while to get the money for it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> How much did you have to drink to be considered a heavy drinker? See, I want to know numbers. It was a lot. I had actually because I'd always sort of had a problem with drinking, and then. I remember seeing this study advertised and I was like, oh, maybe I could do this. And at the time, I was like, wow, even I don't drink that much. But then life took a turn. And <laughs> it's like 10 drinks daily on average, at least. Mm. And, they make and drinks, that, like drinks being like... Like your standard drink. Yeah. And, like, and you'd go in and they'd make you write down each day how much you drank and it could get like to 10, 20 drinks type thing. And, mm-hmm. and it, was, yeah. it was hard for them to do the study because you had to be medically sound. Mm -hmm. So it was hard to find someone that drank that much that could pass all these medicals. (laughs) Yeah. I remember when I had to get the vaccine, I was like, can I, can I, uh, this is alcohol an issue. And they were like, that too. (laughs) Yes, that too. (laughs) Their answer was, uh, it's only an issue if you don't understand what we're saying. (laughs) We explain, (laughs) (laughs) we explain like what's going on. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.